0: welcome to so this is holland an unexpected trip to special needs parenting hosted by michelle finn and donna sandoval fellow special needs moms keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say oh my gosh me too Hi, and welcome back to So This is Holland. Today's episode is a continuation of our previous episode, Medical Trauma. So this is part two. If you have not listened to last week's, please go back and so you're all caught up and you know what the heck we're talking about. And we're so glad that you're here. Welcome back.
1: Well, one of the things that Josh did that I was so amazingly proud of him, and this is how you speak up to doctors. So when he did break his femur bone And we were in the emergency room and the doctor came in and said, what is wrong with him? Like, what, how is he hurting? Where, you know, and he said, where's he hurt? And Josh literally touched just above where his break was. And I said, he hurt his leg. He goes, how do you know that? I said, he just told us. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, where does he hurt? Like, he totally dismissed that my child said this is, and Josh hit it again. And he goes, I'm asking you. Can you tell where he hurts?
0: Well, how and then? Do you expect I'm, me to tell where he hurts with in some other way. He's telling you,
1: like exactly. But because Joshua has special needs, he's yeah. underestimating this child's intelligence. Yeah, and well, he's a young man now, but he was still a child then. And yeah. I lo- and I looked over at him and I said, "He is telling you his leg hurts right there." And I said, you need to listen to him. He knows his body. He knows what's hurting him. Stop dismissing him and recognize that he's telling you. And I'll tell you what, my son started clapping and gave me a high five. (laughs) And I was like, it was was like such an amazing moment as a mom because I was like, I just advocated for him properly, right? I advocated the way he needed me to and he was recognizing that and sure enough that is exactly where the break was right below where he was showing them was where the break was and when they x-rayed him the first time they did not x-ray him there they x-rayed his hips because he broke those before right chances are because he had all this hardware and he didn't break his hips again right and that's probably why it broke a little bit further down right i mean i think that's because
0: i like with doctors, I've, I've always gone in very educated, forceful, but not like I'm with honey and like, but, Absolutely. but telling them this is what I need. This is what I'm going to get. If you don't agree, I'm going to find somebody that can get it for us. But, and so in that advocation, like I I do well, I feel very confident in it, but in those moments where he, it's James in freak out and we're trying to get something done, it's, it's like, okay, don't mom. Make it happen. We're here to do this, and well, like you're I feel fight like flight. there isn't an option. And I have never learned to advocate for us in that way.
1: You're in, you're in fight and flight, and you and in that moment you're not thinking about it. But yeah. you know what? We're talking about it now. Yes. So and it's, it's going to really be in your mind. My mind. eyes of
0: what, what And I you don't to
1: have speak. to yell at somebody, but you you do need to use your voice and be like, look. Yeah. obviously he's struggling can we give him a second he's don't scared can you him. can
0: you talk to him and explain to him and, and introduce yourself and maybe you know let him know who you are a little bit before yeah. you come, don't come dismiss back. him
1: he's a person he's yeah. using his voice right now yeah i'm sorry that it's not how you like to hear it but this is how my son communicates yeah like at what point do like? Can you get them to come? to Like,
0: this is just our life, though. Like, I can't have them come to my house and do house calls. Like, I wish.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't even. Know no, do but them. you can. I, it was a really good idea what you said. You can reschedule if you're there yeah. and it's too much, and they don't have time and they're full. You can say, okay, we're gonna have to come back then. Yeah. And your doctors do have like Josh was pediatrician. He's amazing. Like we are so I like june 2nd is our last day with him we may have seen him for the last time already but gosh we were so lucky to have him and he would schedule josh for most appointments now there were some quick you know like josh's eyes swollen which josh gets these little cysts on his eyes okay we'll bring him in so 15 minutes right but most of his appointments he's like let's bring him in at 4 30 because they close at five and he would stay till 5 15 5 20 however long he needed so he had that time with us and he would always sit down with me and with his little notebook and he'd be like okay what do you need what should we be doing so and i never had to get shitty with him i mean even his nurses when we talk, they're like they'll talk to me forever they're like i just love talking to you you're one of like the most chill parents if you're kind to my yes. kid, yes. I'm going to be kind to you. There's no reason to be an asshole because I need you to be a part of my team. Right. And we right. need the best team we can. But if you're not kind to Josh and you're not doing what you need to by him, I'm going to use my voice. And if you're not the right person, I'm going to find somebody who is. And what the, the state that you're in right now with him being in still, you're yeah. lucky because you have a variety of places that you can look. So, the only thing,
0: cause I'm in the Kaiser network. So it's like, we don't have, I can't go to different hospitals, different doctors. Like I have their specialist. I could go to another city and drive to another Kaiser and try a different specialist
1: somewhere else. But if you had to do that, if you have yeah. a really bad specialist, that option would be there. I mean, cause we do, we've traveled, you know, I mean, yeah. well for OT or ortho, after all that stuff happened with Duke, we had to travel three hours. Yeah. Josh's last surgery was three hours away from the house um oh, which sure. sucks
0: and, and i think that dealing with a primary is different than all these different specialists because you know the primary they know you and the specialist you're just a freaking number in a file like they don't know anything about like i like
1: what they just, should yeah josh's specialists teach treat him when we walk into their office a lot of them are like hey jd what's up man like i make yeah. sure they know who he is because yeah. we will not just when i am in that office with my son even if you don't think about him any other time through the year, you better act like you know who he is. You yeah. better walk in and know what the hell 1P36 is. And we have new specialists. And you know, it's really impressive to me. Before, before I came in, I looked up his disability and that impresses me. That would even impress me before a, before a they million in. times. They just yeah. say, oh, I see a chromosome
0: abnormality. I'm like, Yeah. Okay. So this is what it is. And then I'm like giving him James's like whole spiel and explaining James in front of James. Like,
1: yeah. And that, and that's another thing too. And you were talking about with the medical trauma, how, you know, you don't sometimes think about James being there. Don't, when you talk about James, talk about it in the positive, right? Like he was, sometimes he may struggle with this, but you know, he's an amazing kid. He does because they hear that too. I know. And I definitely have
0: not done a good job in that But
1: that's not that you didn't do a good job. It's just not what you were thinking. No, it's something that I
0: can improve on. Let's say that. Like obviously, because I think
1: I'm just always so
0: anxious going in and trying not to be, and trying to get the shit done that we need to get
1: done. Well, you're trying not to be a pain in the ass to the doctors too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get in their way. They have other patients and it is something I struggle with. I mean, this isn't doctors, but I know like I'll be in line at Walgreens to get my meds. And they all are Josh's meds every single month. They're like the insurance didn't cover it. I'm sorry. And I'm like, yes, they did. You just have to push a button then they can't find his. He's got this like liver med to protect him from his meds. And they're like, I can't find that. I'm like, it's over in that corner over there. Like, I know, like, but sometimes when we're having these problems, I'm like, okay, you know what? You have a long line. I'm just going to come around, you know, like take care of that. And I'll come back in 20 minutes. Yeah why? I didn't cause the problem. They should know it's been five years that they mess it up every month. Like, why am I stepping back? And I think that's how we feel at doctor's office sometimes that we're the burden, right? Because there's other people waiting behind us. They deserve to be seen too, that we sometimes forget, Hey, this is our time. Yeah. And we've waited for this appointment. We've waited to get these answers. We shouldn't be rushed because there's somebody behind me I know like with Josh's surgeries when doctors I've had them come out and be like, um, the doctor's running behind on so-and-so surgery. I remember Josh's dad getting like so upset the first time this happened. And I said, I'm not upset. I'm like, because if it were my son in there, I would want him to take his time and get it right too. And I remember when the doctor came out that first time, I mean, it was like hours, right? So Dr. Campion comes out and he sits down with me and I was like, have you eaten? Can I go get you some food? Have you (laughs) taken enough time between patients? He's like, I'm good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, and that I think that matters to them. But yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, we could, I could talk about this. But there's like no, there's no answer. There's no easy fix. There's, it's a lifelong trial and error and learning and just trying to get better each time and, <laughs> and surviving one
1: appointment at a time. <laughs> you're going to get through it. Now, to, today, what I wanted to talk about, because we've experienced trauma in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to kind of point out some things that you can do while you're in the hospital, because in the hospital, you feel really helpless. Oh, it
0: is the right? scary. It is the worst place ever. Ugh.
1: Especially when you don't leave your kids. Like yeah. I don't leave Josh. No, like, I don't. leave in the I hospital... Leave. I'm with him every night and I'm so ridiculous. I mean, there are times which here's a good tip for all of you parents that spend the night. I usually sleep in the recliner next to his bed because Joshua, he can't get up and walk around and do things. And so I'm scared he's going to wake up and not be able to see me. Sometimes I will though. So if you sleep in those awful, pull out love seats, seeds, bring an egg cart. Order it from Amazon. They can there's little egg crate, um, not carts, but there's little egg crate, <laughs> I'm uh, like, what? Where do you put that? Yeah, there's little egg crate. Um yeah, you can it's like get the different foam. types of you can get foam, you can get the egg crate or crate stuff that you can lay on the go ahead and order it for the hospital. Seriously, it will yeah. save your back. Yeah. And parents do it all the time. I like Josh's last big stay i didn't realize i could order amazon i started ordering amazon i brought i don't know anybody that's followed me i don't know if y'all remember because it's been a couple years i was known as the yoga mom because i'm a yoga teacher so what i do when i'm stressed out really stressed out is i go through a yoga flow so uh, josh's dad was too embarrassed to bring a yoga mat into the hospital don't know why i have like a million of them and um so i ordered one on amazon and right next to my son's urine bag because the 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 room was so (laughs) teeny tiny there i am doing my yoga flow. i didn't care it calmed me down but um i know a lot of things can go wrong in a hospital Mm -hmm. and we are so sleep deprived when we're in there right Mm -hmm. because we're not sleeping and our emotions are shot we're in fight and flight for so long um I mean let's face it a a medical trauma is what changed my life because that's where we were when I broke and it was because of being in fight and flight for so long my system just couldn't handle it and when we get sick everything else seems to happen to us right we're in fight and flight causes inflammation our body can't handle that and all sorts of other things happen to us so we need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves while we're in there here are some ways to make sure that you're staying on top of things because you are so sleep deprived, you are so scared. Usually when you're in an emergency situation, like when you're in the hospital, you're in an emergency situation, right? Yeah. So um, make sure to keep a list of your kids' meds. So Mm. just have a, a list of your kids' meds in your purse. Make sure to be on top of the medications that they're giving your children. I can't tell you how many times I have caught um, them either dropping med like his regular meds off of a medication list or trying to give him medications that interacted with it or that weren't even his. We had a do- we had a nurse try to bring in steroids last day, and I'm like, wait, wait. What do you mean steroids like make sure you know what they're giving your child um and and pay attention to how your child reacts like i know with joshua if you give him really strong um, pain meds like narcotics if he has a higher dose his lungs gonna collapse he's gonna relax too much his body can't handle that so Mm -hmm. when he's in pain he has to and i hate to do it to him but he has to be on very low narcotics um Check so check what meds they're giving. Check what times they're giving it. Make sure they're giving it on time. If your kid gets medicine at ten and ten, make sure they're in there at ten and ten. Like you, they have an hour window. You keep make like sh- a
0: notebook, like a logbook. I do. Or, I, mean, I keep I guess a notebook. We have phones now, but I'm, I'm a paper paper. I, person. I'm a
1: paper person too. I keep a notebook and I write everything down. Another thing, you know those boards that they write on when they come in and they're like, "Hi, I'm Nurse yeah. Nancy," and this yeah. is. So when they do rounds in the morning, you tell them to write the list of meds write everything that they're doing what they expect from your child for that day what they're looking for to write all of that down on the board take a picture of the board because you may need that later if there's problems we had that where i was taking pictures of the board every day and when duke started their bullshit i was like they said we never said that i'm like really because i have pictures of the board they never wrote on the board after that day um but i had it i had so that was That's my next tip. Keep mm-hmm. a notebook and records of your conversations. Mm-hmm. Ask if you can record conversations. They're going to tell you no. Some conversations, shh, don't tell them. I've recorded anyway because I want it for my own protection.
0: Well, because so many times when you're in that position, you are tired. You don't even understand sometimes like what they told you. And that's why it is good. like. Yes like during important, like I'll have somebody else come there so I can be like, did they say, what did they say? There? Well,
1: you don't always have that option because yeah, sometimes i are no. doing rounds at 7am and 100%. nobody's there and you're, you're just waking up. And that's why I have them write the bulletin, what they're telling me they're doing for the day, yeah. what meds they're giving him for the day. I need you to write that on that board. Yeah. We're doing PT today. We're doing this today. Write it on the board. What are we doing today? And when it's, when I feel threatened, I will push record on my phone and. Not tell them. So I have that as a backup, especially when, a, when I had to emergency evacuate Josh, the first thing they said to me is, you're not to record this. And I was like, oh, well, that tells me I need to be recording this. Yeah. right because and and it was what they were saying to me was wrong they were trying to remove me from his room they couldn't find a legitimate reason that's when we knew like something's really going on here they dropped him they dropped him on the floor his leg on the floor his broken leg on the floor they let his medicine fall off three times they got patient relations is another advocate for you but remember patient relations does work for, for the, the hospital.
0: hospital
1: yeah so they did pull them from me eventually um and listen to the doctor so when you have questions again, write your questions down in that notebook you have. So when they come in and you have questions throughout the day, write them in that notebook. So when they come in, and they check on your child and they're doing rounds, you have those questions in front of you, you're not scrambling around trying to remember what you were thinking about, and write the answers down, write down what they're telling you. So, um, because Again, we're in fight, flight, freeze yeah. mode when we're going through. No, all it's of this. like
0: the it, it is a weird thing being in a hospital with your child. Like it yeah. is. There's no time. Everyone like even in the middle of the night, people are coming in all night. Like there's no, no yeah. clock. Like it's just and you're just constant and you're. It goes from the beeping of the monitors and you start freaking out to okay, it's just beeping. Hey, let me clear this. <laughs>
1: like like there's all the ebbs and flows of I, it. Or I know for me, like when Josh is really in pain and he's struggling watching that monitor, like I know how to read the monitors now. And I'm like, oh, his heart rate's really high. He's in pain right now. Oh, yeah. baby. It's okay. Like I get very obsessed with that too, which yeah. is not always healthy. But I also tell, I also tell doctors when they do their rounds, if I'm not coherent, if I'm not, I will say, please talk to me. Like I'm a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm 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 tired.
0: I'm not really here right now, but I really want to understand what's happening. I've
1: also corrected doctors when they've come in my room. I don't care because I know who my kid is, but I've let them know other parents. This is not acceptable. Um, you know, we've been to a lot of teaching hospitals and they'll do rounds and all the students are really excited and they'll talk about Josh's disability and what he's lacking and what he can't do and what, and I'm like, please don't talk about that in front of my son. Mm -hmm. that's not okay and for a new parent that is not those words that terminology that is not something that you should ever be saying in front of a new parent most of the hospitals now will actually do rounds outside of the room now they don't actually um they'll come in and talk to mom but when they do the rounds and do like the stats yeah they yeah the teaching part they do in the halls most of the time now what are hospitals anyway um so yeah don't be scared to tell them like when they're in there telling you like what's going on please talk to me. Like I'm a five-year-old. I I'm sleep deprived right now. And I need to understand what you're saying to be my child's best advocate. Um, and then also uh, when you're in the hospital, you're allowed to get a second opinion there too. Mm -hmm. If you don't trust what somebody's telling you, Ask for another doctor to come in. They're going to fight you, but it is your right. It's your right to have another doctor. I come don't even, in.
0: I, who knows when I would have eventually got a diagnosis for James because they were telling me that it was just a global delay. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I finally, because this was after all these hospital stays, I'm like, something is underlining here. Like there's something else going on with my son. And they were like, I said, I want a referral out of the Kaiser network. I want to go to Loma yeah. somewhere else. And they're like, well... There's one other specialist that we have not sent you to, um, cause I had gone to everybody else. I'd gone cardiology, neurology of all those. And they're like, it, it's, um, genetics. And I was like, okay, let's do genetics. Let's and, do it. And so that's how we got our answer, but they mm-hmm. met, I'm like, Why? So now that I tell people all the time, I'm like, ask for genetics. Like if they're looking for, cause we don't, you don't know what you don't know.
1: That's like, exactly and, right.
0: And that's why I like for push their hands for a referral for genetics. And it's becoming much more easy to get because before, I mean, it's a way expensive test. They don't want to pay for it. And so they're not going to want to do it. And they can make a lot more money sending you all these other special, like, you know, different appointments. Yeah, I'm
1: to the point now where I'm just like, look, this is what, like, I'm now telling them what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't even hesitate. Like, I'm, I'm going to listen to you. But You're gonna listen to me too, yeah. like when Joshua when when he broke his leg because that really was our most traumatic experience, and we're still reeling from yeah. that today that's why we're doing the the therapy that we're getting ready to go to but um with that like they wanted to put him on a really strong narcotic because they said he was um it was like a not narcotic it was a brain med like a, a anti a, antidepressant sorry a strong old school antidepressant the side effects I looked it up were awful they're like he's so depressed i'm like there's something wrong he's not depressed this isn't how my son acts in the hospital there's something really wrong of course we know now that they set his leg wrong and that he was in chronic pain probably a little bit of shock (laughs) he was absolutely in shock i mean there were nights that he was like catatonic it was terrifying. terrifying but learn don't be scared to use your voice yeah don't back down if you know something's wrong with your child and if they're telling you like them coming in and saying I'm going to put him on these meds no you're not i research the meds when they tell me what they're putting him on i research them and there are meds that i deny now that psychologist after things started getting really bad she came in first they listen to me and then she's like we're not going to listen to you i'm like oh you are going to listen to me you do not have the ultimate authority to put medicine in my child's body because you think he's depressed you know but we did we got him evacuated from that hospital and that is your right too yeah Call your pediatrician, call people that can work with you to get your child, like, do it the right way. Don't just like grab them and run. Call your (laughs) pediatrician, call an advocate. Yeah, You know, you have rights. And also reach out. One of the things that I did in the hospital, I reached out to some support groups in our area, special needs support groups that I'm a part of from Facebook. Yeah, And I knew what to look for when it started getting bad because it happened to Well, we found in this, this post that I had 85 other families went through something similar at the same hospital, because unfortunately we did have a doctor admit to me that they were not treating Josh the way he deserved because he was nonverbal and disabled. We actually had a doctor admit that I had, um, one of my friends was there. Like it wasn't just like, it wasn't me that just heard this and he ended up being removed from our team although he was the one trying to protect us but that's why they removed him Mm -hmm. because of course i immediately filed a complaint but some hospitals and i won't say all but this was our experience this was our traumatic experience did not treat josh like a person he Mm -hmm. was less than to them and i as a mom and you guys as parents our children don't deserve that and never back down when somebody has that mentality you throw your shoulders back and look them straight in the eye and you let them know who you are and who your child is because our children are so freaking amazing and i look at i look at joshua and i look at everything that he's gone through and i think he's so much stronger and better than the average person like i'm i'm getting teared up saying this he's not less than he is because he can't talk and walk, that makes him less than? Hell no. He is the most amazing, incredible person I've ever met. And if you're in a medical system that doesn't see that, you need to find a new doctor because our kids deserve respect. They deserve to be treated with kindness. And when they come, like you're saying, when they come into that hospital room, that doctor's appointment, that doctor should be like, "Woohoo! hey. Like when they, my, doc- my son's doctor say, hey, JD, what's up, man? all of our kids deserve that.
0: Well, I really appreciate this conversation. And I think that it's an important one to have. And I learned a lot just by talking to you that has been in through it so much and just talking through it with somebody that, you know, a friend, like I realized I need to have a better voice and I need to have clear boundaries and lines with the doctors and set set rules for myself and and understandings for James that he deserves because he deserves to have that patience been given to him. And I hope that you guys have listened today and you come away with something from this and realizing that you're not alone, that we are in this together and that we have a strong voice together.
1: Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast, go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at Determined Donna on Instagram, or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn Coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.